Hello, and welcome to Mask Off, a podcast about perspective, life, and deep thought. Hello, I hope everyone is having a great day, whether it be the morning, afternoon, or evening. So for today's episode, I talk to a young woman that I met in San Diego, California, who showed me the world of yoga and meditation. And this is something that I've always been interested in, and I finally had someone teach me about it. And not just about what it is, but how she turned to it. Enjoy the episode. Good evening. My name is Evagelia Hanyotakis. And where were you born? I was born in Athens, Greece. Wow. And when did you come to America? It was when I was nine years old. My parents got divorced. And so... Your parents got divorced, so yeah, what, instead what of your parents lived in Greece, and your other one lives here in America? My, my dad is living in Greece, and my mom is in the USA, Chicago. Oh, okay. And when's the last time you saw your dad? It was a couple years ago, uh, before my car accident, when I was working out of New York and New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So how many years ago? Four years At ago? At least three. Three years ago? Yeah, it's and been a while. What about before We talk that? every day, though. You almost. talk every day? Oh, well, almost. We try to. Yeah. It's, you know, time zones are... Hard. Hard to keep up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when you were a kid, like 18 and under, how often did you see him? Oh, we didn't talk for about 10 years of my life. Wow, and what made you start talking to him again? Um, well, I was getting older. <clears throat> well, I think it was... We just kind of had to. Uh, Mm -hmm. When I turned 16, uh, we went to visit my dad, and uh, he had cheated on my mom. So for a long time, I was furious. Mm -hmm. I was just, I couldn't believe he would do that to her. But at the same time, you know, kind of like how Tony Robbins says, you know, the mom sometimes, like, turns their... Uh, kids against their dad yeah, and makes yeah. them choose a side. So yeah. a lot of it. Yeah. I had was... a lawyer tell me, sorry, I had a lawyer tell me that um, what happens is the kid is on their mom's side for their entire childhood and then they reach out to their dads and then they become more on their dad's side and resent their mom who raised them. Oh, really? Yeah. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So now that you're talking to your dad more, do you resent your mom? Um,. My dad never had anything to do with my mom. They were they were two different like friendships, relationships, or bonds, you can say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just because they never they were two completely different people. Like I didn't even understand how they were even together mm-hmm. because um, they were the opposites. Yeah, <laughs> they say opposites attract, though, right? But I, I hope not. I hope not because <laughs> and they also have higher divorce rates. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So. So you grew up with your mom, single Yeah, mother. so it wasn't, you know, this divorce wasn't mm-hmm. just, oh, my dad is a town over. Then yeah. I could see him every day. He was a country it was, over. It was completely cut. No, yeah. no, no dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. you're nine years old, and you're living <clears throat> with your mom in 
And my and grandparents. And your grandparents were in Chicago? In Chicago with my uncle yeah. and his kids. Yeah. <laughs> and How big was and the while house? they're building, you yeah. know, and they're, you know, at the age and stage of building their businesses and trying to go from <clears throat> the poor class to the wealthy class. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, they. I just remember we all had to live together. There wasn't a lot of space. You know, we didn't come from a lot. Did you have your own room? No. How many people were I, in your room? I, I didn't. We didn't have our own room until things started getting better. Like my mom married, and they wait, were wait, wait, both. Wait. Question. So you're living with your grandparents and your aunt and your uncle and their kids. Yeah. So are you and your mom in the living room or? Are you in a bedroom with them? Um, Do you remember? It was like three bedrooms. Um, it was an apartment, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and, and it was really for my mom to get on her feet mm-hmm. because, you know, she had to just completely... Um, what it seemed, to what it seemed like to us is... <clears throat> We were told that my dad kidnapped us and took us from her. Yeah. And there was just a lot. There was a lot of back and forth of like, where, who are the, who's gonna have the kids? The kids. Yeah. And uh, it was. I mean, I go to Greece, and still to this day, they tell me that I can't leave the country without certain documentation because my dad filed documents to for us not to leave. Yeah. And, oh my god. And we what? were. Yeah, we were in America for vacation, and my mom was trying to stay. And my dad didn't want to. He wanted to go back home. Mm-hmm. And so there was, they were just, split, you know, going their separate ways, taking different paths. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's intense. So you're living with your mom in an apartment <clears throat> and, with all these and kids. And she was always working. Yeah, they, she was always working. Yeah, so, so I'm... So you're know, by yourself? No, I have my brothers. You younger know, or older? All younger. I'm the oldest. Oh, really? How old are yeah, they? Yeah, so I took on a lot of responsibility. Yeah. How much younger age. are they? Two, uh, two years, mm-hmm. four years, 12 years. Okay, so it's you. And then my so dad 12? has two as okay. well. Okay, so you have step brothers and sisters. Yep. Wow, okay, big family. So you're growing up in Chicago. Your mom marries somebody new, and you yeah. have all of your siblings you're taking care of and yourself. Do you ever feel like you really took care of yourself growing up? And, um, and to go off of that, a better question is when you were when you were in high school what kind of kid were you were you a smart kid were you a weirdo were you um popular were you rebellious did you even go to class like tell me about yourself in high school so I feel like I always try to value time and Mm -hmm. I think that was uh, one of the best ways to take care of myself Mm -hmm. And in school, I was known as the girl who played football. So I was always an athlete, but oh, you were an I was athlete. I was I was actually uh, in English as a second language and hooked on phonics because when I was nine, mm-hmm. I had to come to America, you know, the oh, land yeah. of the free, and yeah. figure out how to speak the language yeah, and yeah. still and, and still learn how to. How to, to live. Yes, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And then on top of that, 
uh, gotta make sure the house is clean before mom comes home because yes. you know my brothers didn't help. Of you course, know, doing everything. Yeah. Wait, so, so you're so high school. So you're an high athlete. school. Yeah. I uh, st- I stopped playing football and I started getting into volleyball mm-hmm. and softball. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun because. Uh, there was a lot of politics, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I, I, ne- I was never able to make the volleyball team oh. in middle school. <laughs> okay, but were you good in high school, honestly? Um, in high school, I made varsity, so I feel like uh, I good. brought some value. Yeah, I was yeah. designated server, and okay. eventually I was really able to build my vertical. So, mm-hmm. And did you have friends on the team, or where, who were your friends? Yeah, I was really close with Kristen. Mm-hmm. Kristen Neuendorf, now Kristen Eastman. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's Kristen? Like just she girl? was the center. She was yeah. the center, and actually she's twins too mm-hmm. uh, with Mary, and they're awesome. They're up north. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's cool being able to see them. You know, Kristen got married. Yeah. She just had her daughter. Yeah, yeah. So did you go to class in high school or? Oh yeah, I definitely showed like, up. School. Were you to smart? Me, like, were you an A student? B oh, student? Oh, I was C a student. C student. <laughs> I was like barely getting C's. Yeah, yeah. And I had to team up with my classmates after school. We did we did homework together yeah. because otherwise I, I couldn't do it by so myself. So you were bad at school. Or you just I was didn't just, care about I, it. Okay, the thing is I <clears throat> I read two point five times slower than the average American. Yeah. So <laughs> I just <laughs> yeah, it's a form so of dyslexia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's just dyslexia. I'm slow. Yeah. Yeah, th- yeah. And that's the good thing is like I ha- have a huge setback. So there's no Damn. time. Yeah. There's no time to waste. Yeah. yeah. But you graduated high school, <clears throat> right? And yeah. your brothers are still in school and you thought, okay. And I was still able to do sports because yeah, I maintained to do sports. the grades. So were you happy in high school? Was it fun or uh, <sighs> Well, school school was always fun. Yeah. Because I outside of school I couldn't really hang out with friends. So for me, sports and school was fun. Mm-hmm. It was uh, finally, I got to see everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, so did you do drugs? Were you drinking, or were you a no, tissue w- sober? Yeah. No, I was. Uh, I was an athlete, you know. So I was oh, always yeah. outside practicing, making and, sure your body is good. <clears throat> yeah, and yeah. trying to you know hit that next level. Practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, I had to make sure. Uh, no, I, see. I did everything I yeah, had yeah. to. You know, to make the team. So you're graduating high school. You're 18. But I did start, but yeah, yeah. I was definitely, Yeah. I was definitely, when I turned 16 and started mm-hmm. driving, took advantage of that. And I would always say, you know, uh, the practice went longer than it did or it started earlier than yeah, it did. Yeah. Just so I can have some time to have a life yeah. because my mom was so strict. I couldn't do anything. Damn. I, I had to beg her just to go to homecoming or a mm-hmm. dance. Oh my god. Did you ever have a boyfriend or? Uh, I had a boyfriend when I was 16. Mm-hmm. Good or bad? I mean, it was a good, you know, first boyfriend. Yeah, you so know? It was nothing like serious. Nothing serious. Two months. Yeah, two months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when you graduated, okay, so you're in high school and you graduate. Do you have a plan? Are you going to college? I, I had a plan. Mm-hmm. I had a plan to help and give back. So I had been volunteering all of high school and. I did I did a lot of volunteering actually. Mm-hmm. 
and it was about 1500 hours wow so i just oh i don't i was always set on the medical field for some reason yeah. nursing i don't know what it was so you went to school for nursing yeah and, and what was that like and Bad. it Good. was the most it was one of the like unhappiest moments of my life being in college it was just ridiculous uh what they expect from you uh 13 chapters the first day uh for a one credit nutrition class (laughs) and it's it's a quiz it's not even a test (laughs) just the expectations were just absurd nursing students Yeah, yeah yeah so what you changed your major or did you drop out so, again, because of politics, I left and I could have reappealed mm-hmm. and uh, tried to negotiate going back, but... You were like, fuck it. Yeah, well, I didn't say fuck it, but I I started... That moment, it initiated something within me. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like my world was ending. Yeah. And this was, like, 2012. But I had to go to my advisor and find out other paths and other routes I could take mm-hmm. if I did if this appeal doesn't go through because yeah. I wasn't going to waste time again mm-hmm. like I had to create a plan B and so what was your plan B <clears throat> so I was going to go into biology or chemistry but instead I chose we, we ended up stumbling upon my minor mm-hmm. my minor which was Spanish and I had skipped three semesters uh, when I first tested mm-hmm. into college. So I had done a lot of studying for fun mm-hmm. in high school. And that, I when they announced, <clears throat> excuse me. No, it's okay. But when they announced uh, during our test that we can also stay late after for Spanish or a different language, yeah, yeah. I decided to to pursue to stay. Spanish. So yeah, I was like, let get, me. So let did me, you end up majoring in Spanish? So or? I ended up majoring exactly. I ended yeah. up getting and you a graduated. Bachelor, yeah, you got a bachelor's, bachelor's of letters and science. Yeah, Spanish major. Got yeah. to study in Spain. Wow, and Salamanca. That's amazing. Yeah, la universidad. So you've always been a traveler. Okay, so you got your bachelor's. So now what? I always had a worldwide vision. Yeah. Well, so what? You got your bachelor's, and you go where? And nobody hires me for two and a half years. <laughs> so what I are you go. Doing? I my mom kicks me out because she's Shit. calling me lazy. Yeah, she thinks I'm lazy, but I'm doing twenty applications mm-hmm. a day, follow up calls while trying to still serve. Yeah, and like make a living. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody's hiring me. They're asking for two years' experience mm-hmm. and. Uh, you don't have any experience. We just graduated. Yeah. How, are we How are we supposed to get a job with this college? <clears throat> so, so here I am. Everything's starting to make sense. Like, this system is so outdated. <laughs> and um, I, at the end uh-huh. of college, I started lifting. I started weight training. And it was October, November, December of... 2013 or 2012 Mm -hmm. yeah 2012 Uh, I started weight training and I picked up deadlifting squats bench pull-ups and just started having fun um, and getting out of cardio and doing triathlons yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
And I got an invite after I did a powerlifting competition for fun. Mm -hmm. My uh, friend invited me and, you know, he called me and said, hey, I just started a business. This is the time. You can come support me. Uh, Here's the location. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I'm going to go and support my friend's business. Mm -hmm. That's good news. That's exciting to see somebody taking the leap especially before me that's so inspiring Mm -hmm. uh and bold Mm -hmm. and it turned out to be all health and nutrition which is what i had been studying anyway anatomy physiology like that was all chemistry and biology in school and it was a lot of fun learning about yourself nutrition, networking health networking so what do you do now learning so much about the body yeah so what and do you, so what do you do now uh so now i am a trilingual flight attendant i interpret at thirty-five thousand feet so i get to go to greece every weekend and puerto rico <laughs> wait really and yeah okay i didn't know that yeah, and I um, now after my car accident and oh, wait, so that's what you're doing at that moment. You're a trilingual flight attendant. And yeah, then you had a car accident. <clears throat> so this is so this is like we're kind of catching up to where I'm at now. I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. So you're doing this health and nutrition. You're a trilingual flight attendant. And then you have a car accident. Yeah, I actually went into business for that health and nutrition, too, and Mm -hmm. tried to build a business, but my family wasn't really supportive, so that collapsed. And then my grandpa died, and then I collapsed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, I went down and gave up for a couple years. Mm -hmm. A couple years? A couple years. You gave up? So what are you doing I was still doing personal growth and development. I never missed a day of that. But I wasn't building a business in network marketing mm-hmm. i uh didn't like the culture mm-hmm. that it that you know I, I, it wasn't culture. what i thought yeah it wasn't what i thought yeah and i yeah okay so you so you're doing you're going down a bad path you decide you don't want to start your own business you're kind of stuck in a loop but you said that you continue to and, do personal growth and development. What and team? finally, yes. and finally, f- and finally, finally, United Airlines hires yeah. me for Spanish and Greek. So I yeah. finally have used my diploma, yeah, 2016. Yeah. This is 2016. Oh, wow. So four years after. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or the two years? Yeah. Yeah, something like two well, years after graduation. No, 2016. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good looks, good looks. So it's four so, years. Yeah, we're good, we're good. Yeah, so yeah. it's a long time to mm-hmm. go without having, like, this $80,000 that I invested mm-hmm. to not work out. Yeah. And, it turn- and all of a sudden, I'm traveling the world. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I'm having the time of my life looking out, serving a Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. At the s- so why did you stop doing that? So, uh, September 2018, mm-hmm. I called work mm-hmm. and told them I can't move. I, I um, had gotten in a car accident January 2018, mm-hmm. and I worked for nine months, mm-hmm. three of which I really shouldn't have, but all nine months, which I really shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then one day you just woke up in pain? No, not I was always in pain, but I woke up and I was in... I was getting numb. Yeah. 
it was numbness and uh, just, you know, I couldn't sit up. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's okay, yeah, take a moment. Take a moment. You're good. I mean, that's, there's not much to say. No, no, no. But yeah, yeah, so I went from going to four cities a day Mm -hmm. to completely immobile, Mm -hmm. stuck at home, Mm -hmm. feeling like a bird in a cage. And I'm starting to see who those around me really are. Yeah. In that moment. And um, it was -hmm. was amazing, Mm -hmm. you know, traveling the world. But I'm happy I took the pay cut to come home to Chicago because I wouldn't have seen what I've seen. And I don't regret anything. So let me ask you something. So I'm interested in you right now because I have known you for probably about a week, two weeks now. And I've only, I've seen you probably half that time. And me personally, I have learned so much from you. You are a very spiritual and in tune person. I feel as though you devote your entire life and days to not productivity, but personal growth. You're always trying to grow and be in tune with the vibrations and vibes that you are around in that moment. It's so interesting because I wouldn't say you're a hippie, you know, I would say you're an intuitive genius. You seem to literally not give a fuck (laughs) about things that, I'm not going to say normal, but average people do. I mean, you do yoga, you meditate, I watch you calm yourself down so easily when you feel so hyped up. Um, How did you, when did you first start meditating? When did you first start doing yoga? Uh, I started when I couldn't move Mm -hmm. and I was like okay I'm going to have to just lay down on the ground because I didn't want to just be in bed Mm -hmm. and so I I just got a mat and I laid on the flat surface and let the let my body kind of aligned and it and it helped slowly and gently trying to like raise up to do Mm -hmm. soft and slow tempo crunches mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that would really help crack my neck and my upper back. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of meditation and breathing because and crying. <laughs> and eventually I was able to, you know, I had to start all over. I had to rebuild everything. Mm-hmm. So I, I started focusing on your body like on your muscles and just being able to like walk. think of think of like the activities of daily living like being on the ground and then having to rotate and bend and lift yourself up mm-hmm. and then um, use that momentum to get on your feet and stand and yeah. that's you know the top portion of a squat whatever mm-hmm. so all that I so, couldn't do it yeah and I had been moving so slow, and, and you know how fast planes go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just boom, down. And 
Does it feel like arthritis? <clears throat> I'm curious. Like, what kind of it pain? Was, Is it just muscle pain? It, it's numbness. It's, it's numbness. numbness. Wow. It's numbness. And it's car- terrifying because it started yeah. to spread. Yeah. So um, it, it was getting worse and yeah. worse because my family didn't show up. You know, I had built a physique mm-hmm. and I had been really strong. Like I was putting up some amazing numbers before this car accident. 305 mm-hmm. squat deadlift, 185 bench max. Mm-hmm. And I was excited to finally get back into powerlifting again mm-hmm. because I was good financially. Mm-hmm. I was able to feel my body. Yeah. I stopped taking all supplements. I uh, I quit smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I you know, was doing everything I could to just get back to that athlete, like who I really was. Mm-hmm. And um, I was even looking up you know, uh, I was really looking up to world class athletes. Yeah. And so, was your goal to be athletic? My my goal was to be. Accident? My goal is to get to a professional level. Yeah. And but right now, that's your goal. It's been my goal for about three years. Ever I since uh, you started yoga again. I actually was doing powerlifting before yoga. Yeah. But yeah. obviously, you know, stretching like after, and warming up was always something I did. Yeah, but so, like, it's been... You had the car accident, and That's, you're starting to meditate. You're starting to mm-hmm. do yoga because yeah. you want to Because I had to. Or because you... No, because I you had, had to. to. I couldn't, I couldn't go right without now, it. But so, right now, your goal, though, from there is to be an athlete. Yes. Yoga was a way for me to still be a part of the fitness world. And, like, mm-hmm. you have to understand, after uh-huh. a car accident accident it after you get post-traumatic stress disorder mm-hmm. so they encourage you to try to get back to your normal life as quickly as possible mm-hmm. so I, I'm a traveler so I had to think of ways to travel how am I supposed to do that I can't move mm-hmm. uh, and I'm a power lifter so how am I supposed to put 300 pounds on my back mm-hmm. no way and um, after the car accident, I was, I was, I, I, before the accident, I was traveling and on trips, we would go out to lunch and dinner and explore and have fun. And after the car accident, I was still working and taking trips, but I, I was just going straight to the hotel, yeah. sleeping. I wasn't, because I had to, really I had so to, much pain. I had to think to myself, how am I going to serve a thousand people? Mm-hmm. In one day. Exactly, yeah. So now I want to ask you more about who you are now and how you look at things. You've been through pain. You've you do, you've partied. You told me you used to be a cokehead at one point. Oh, you were addicted sheesh. to cigarettes. You you were, you know, you were doing drugs, you had a car accident, you you just but right now you seem so at peace with everything and happy. So, can I ask you, are you happy? And I want your honest answer, because yes, you can tell me yes, but it's okay if it's a no. And I want to hear I'm finally happy. You're happy. Because I'm single. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yeah. So, you were, you know, codependent on this guy for a while. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Never, never. I was single five years before him. Yeah, yeah. So... You know, so it was just... uh, um, it's like what you said before about like tuning into your genius you know Mm -hmm. that's in you have to be alone Mm -hmm. 
like there's you have to be so when well. when there's teamwork and like you know you have the mastermind mm-hmm. that's good you want to have a daily or weekly or monthly mastermind mm-hmm. as well but a lot of reaching that level is going inward mm-hmm. And looking into yourself because you have nobody else. You have to learn to what? Love yourself? Um, well, yes, but it's, it's, yeah, it's to face yourself, I guess you could say. To face yourself, yeah. So I'm interested because. I ask you, are you happy? And you just said yes because you're It just single. happened. And it just happened, it, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're finally... I know, but you're finally learning to be happy because you are alone and independent. Is mm. it the independence that is making you happy right now? You know what makes me happy is haters. Haters make me happy. When people <laughs> tell me... Yes. Uh, when they don't believe in me. Yeah, yeah. I think that is... I don't know why. I don't know why, but... That's not right, though. I'm asking you, are you happy? And you first tell me, because I'm single, Mm -hmm. and now you're saying, you know what makes me happy? Haters. So that's validation. Do you get validation from other people? Is that what you run on? What do you mean, validation? You just said haters make you happy when they don't believe in you. Yeah. So that sounds like that sounds kind of like validation. That's that's, that's just uh, I finally have built the confidence in rejection because I have to face rejection every single day. Ah, uh, okay. You know, yeah. so I, I'm finally um, at this point where you know I've worked and seen and talked. I've been taking a lot of leaps and, um, you know, I've been, I have a lot of things in the works right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't really gone public with them yet because I'm just getting started and I've been doing it just for fun. Mm -hmm. But my next goal is to teach how to teach health and nutrition. So my friends and family who are, you know, finally awakening to the fact that, you know, we have to exercise. We have to walk 15 minutes. We have to eat an apple a day. We have to make sure we show up for ourselves every single day and uh, teach them how to do it too, mm-hmm. you know, so they can do it faster and reach their goals faster. So how do you get out of that hole? How do you rise from rock bottom? A lot of times I, um, it's about the people I surround myself with. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so when I gave up, I was surrounding myself with drinkers and partiers where when I was doing good, I was surrounding myself by students mm-hmm. and researchers mm-hmm. and um, a lot of teachers who had pat- like 16 patents, really, really um, high profile people, you know, like Bob Proctor, Linda Proctor. Uh, wow. That's awesome. So do you think you really are who you are, who you surround yourself with? Yeah, exactly. So what about right now? Who are you surrounded by? Because you're traveling. I'm surrounded by, I now surround myself by professional athletes Mm -hmm. um, that are serious about 
their life, their goals, their dreams, and like really making them come to reality, mm-hmm. family oriented. Um, a lot of uh, my Spanish mentor, mm-hmm. um, and I have a couple friends, you know, that are in the Latin community, uh, and those my family in Greece. Yeah, yeah. So I try to surround. Um, a lot of times. Uh, you know, some people I have to be very short with, but most of the time I try to um, not judge and just surround myself with mm-hmm. anybody. That concludes today's episode, and I hope you enjoyed. See you next week.